as always, Zoe, and Sita. Emily, playing Beatrice. Nora, playing Conrad. Johan, playing Paul. Let's jump into it. we last left off the party were um party were dealing with uh their arrival in port de mali um and took a bit of a rest uh because it was a rough time uh getting ready in the morning because of some some attacks from dragon cultists uh on the on the tavern they were staying at um but they managed to get to Port de Mali's uh, Cobalt Soul archive, where they they were supplied with a space to rest up, um, in which uh, Conrad overheard by one of the windows um, the conversation between uh, two figures, um, one of which was Toragar, they that was recognised from Avernus as part of uh, Arkhan's gang. Sevia sent her cat familiar, Harold, to follow, discovering the safe house that they had uh, gone off to in the meantime. Um, however, Harold was himself spotted by uh, the figure Toragar was with, presumably Satessa uh, of the uh, Cult of the Caustic Heart, who proceeded to uh, to cast the spell um, on Harold, uh, promptly uh, destroying his current form. R.I.P. Harold. Pour one out and, in the chat, y'all. And that was the moment we left on. Yeah, you said Harold, Harold is dead. Oh, what happened? Well, um, and she like is still blinking away because she was in Harold's, you know, brain when yeah. uh, he got unfortunately uh, yeeted. Um, and she shakes it off and she just looks sad. <laughs> And she's just like, well, they spotted him. And uh, apparently cats just don't jump on windowsills in Port Damali. So they magicked him. <laughs> oh, Sevia, I'm so sorry. Oh, it's... They saw dog. you. Well, they saw Harold. They might be the way over here then if they figured out was how if they knew that was a quote creature then not a real cat somehow then that's how could you be so careless? Careless? He's a black cat. I was like pacing around the little room that we're in, like tenders where I feel like oh no, <laughs> in case looking out the window to see if anyone's coming. 
in a in a sharp contrast, of course, it will be like, oh no, this is an upsetting thing for you, Sevia. Sevia like was upset, but now Conrad's kind of got her like freaking out about that because she's already in a in a vulnerable headspace. <laughs> and yes, she's I mean it's like, not every day that cat goes poof. You know? He did not poof he jumped up like a cat. Yes, but you say now he dead, so he go poof, right? I wasn't there when he, he was went real, back to the yeah. celestial realm. If he was a real cat and they did something, there would be body. Oopty doesn't well, just go I about think. killing cats. Who, who kills a cat? Unpleasant people would. Very unpleasant. I'm very hungry. Um. Well, it will, um, priorities. Is, is Harold okay? He's, he's not dead for real, is he? No, Harold, I can get Harold back. I just need an hour, but do we, Kaliana, do we, can she trace us back via Harold? I don't know. Might be possible, but, um, it's not any magic that I'm aware of. Either way, we should be careful. I do not know whether um, Arkan's men are in league with whoever this is, but, you know, it's not really a good thing. So either way, we should um, uh, make haste to whatever it is we are doing. Uh, will we be safe here in this city? Milk's out the window again because we're like near the we're near the ocean, aren't we? It's like a port side town. Um, yeah, there's a port town, Port de Mali. Um, just kind of like looks at looks at it again like furtively, then just kind of like stops and just like just looks at the ocean contemplatively. I've never seen the sea. Really? No. I'm not the biggest fan. No, um, well, yes, uh, we should, we should find a place to move regardless, um, but carefully, we do not want to be found. Yes. Yes. Um, well, uh, we're in a library, we can... Certainly, I assume the Cobalt Soul is well protected. True, potentially. Would be good to utilize if we need to find information. Uh, well, maybe that's what we do. If they have worked out that it is a familiar that was sent after them, then... Um, Potentially, they are thinking that we will not be far behind. So either they would assume that killing Harold has scared us off and we've run off to do something else, or they would assume we are on our way. Maybe the best thing we can do is hide in plain sight and just research in the library for a while, work out what we can about Arkin and these cults. It, I don't this know, is I'm also biased. potentially true. Hmm. Mm. There is merit yeah. in this. 
You mentioned a number of uh, a mention of days, didn't you, Conrad? You probably did, but I did not write them now, down. You, Conrad you remember. have <laughs> noticed, yes, that it was said just a few four days. days. Four. Yes. Uh, it was a few days of four, I believe. So some time, <sighs> but not much. Yes. For whatever it is. Their confidence in hoping that they will succeed in their task in either way. It depends on how, how well founded their confidence is. That is the question, isn't it? But also, with what your friend's searching for, how much time will we have to do what we need to do to stop them? I am not certain. It is a difficult thing. I have not been able to predict things in quite some time. Not since... Hmm... And yet this library may be useful. He kind of looks over a little more of a glint to his eyes, um, of furtiveness. It remains to be seen. We do not have many direct leads, apart from a place where they kill magical cats. And barging straight into there is not going to go very well if they're already on the alert. So... I do not know what to do. We should probably warn everybody that there's only four days, yes? Ah, uh, yes. Back to uh, Oregard and Widogast? Yes, this is true. Siva, you should do your magic to do that. Odin Yes. Um, oh, God. Uh... Sevia, like, just does the little flappy hands she always does when she's suddenly like, oh, things. Um, she kind of looks as if she wants to physically spin in a little circle, but can't. Um, oh God, why do they use so many third levels in combat? Um, <laughs> she's going to have to upcast it. Uh, have you not gained any back from uh I gained back uh, I gained back other ones from my short rest. Okay. Um Sevia is she contacted Mordenkainen before and uh in a meta sense I want to hear Darby do some fun accents. So Sevia is going to contact Caleb. Uh <laughs> All right. she will do her little hand gestures, and she will cast Ascending. So, uh, Caleb! Sorry, Master Widogast. Sevia here. We located one of Arkin's men. And a cult leader. They move in four days. 
Just FYI. <laughs> That is her setting. Okay. Um, four days is not a lot of time. I will see what I can do, but I do not think there is time to tarry in the meantime. Sevia will upcast and send another sending. Mm -hmm. So do you think we should attack the safe house or uh? also please tell Exposite Lionette and also Mordenkainen people should probably know this. Yeah, if you are capable and not exhausted, push ahead. I will pass your message on. Okay, Sylvia says. She was muttering everything and people would see her counting on her fingers. Uh, but out loud... She goes, okay. Sending is not really a great avenue to deliver someone all of the facts. Caleb says we should not tarry and should, you know, press on to the safe house. However, Caleb is also not here. So, um... <laughs> And, well, I don't answer to Caleb, I answer to all of you. So, uh, team? In my assessment, we do not know what information is to be gleaned from there, apart from that it may potentially be part of the cult that you were previously housed in, Kaliana. Um, my thoughts are then it would be better... I do not know how quietly we can sneak through the city and how well received we will be if our clan's men are around here. And potentially, if the other group is separate to him, they may also be aware of us, but and for a similarly bad reason. So my inclination will be to wait for nightfall to investigate the safe house. However, we do not have enough information to determine the urgency. It's so frustrating. Running through trading drills is so much easier because you can calculate the risk and weigh the outcome. Mm. But here I have no understanding. We do not know how big the group are. We do not know what forces are at work here beyond a couple. It's 
frustrating. I agree with Conrad. We do not have enough information to press on. We do not know what is waiting for us at the safe house. It very well could be trapped. I think oh, that's right. There's not really any way of knowing, and I'm definitely no tactician, but if we wait, that guarantees that that they'll move or that they will lay a trap. Whereas we all gather more forces or go to Arkin, where if we try to attack now, then we could potentially achieve something. It also means mm. that if we need... If someone gets back to us and tells us that we need to do something in a certain amount of time, then we have time. We have our countdown now. We just don't know how much we're going to have to do in that time. Yes, it would be so much easier if we do had a precise list of tasks to achieve and things to work towards, but frustrating. You know that stupid nerve would have just let me come and go to the cult meeting. Ugh, ridiculous. <laughs> hmm. Well... From where I'm standing, splitting things down the middle is the idea that we wait until nightfall. We're still handling it today, but we can maybe cram what information we can in and go in as prepared as we can be. There's a... Oh. Yes. One thing we can potentially glean, if she knew Harold... Dear Harold was a magical cat from the from the jump and not just a normal cat, because I would like to believe that even if she's part of an evil dragon cult, that she wouldn't just go around doing the equivalent of kicking a cat. Um, potentially she can sense magic. So um. that Either that or she's just mean, uh, which from what Kaliana says is also very highly possible. But, you know, there is chance for us to maybe get the jump of a sort if we use this time to maybe prepare ourselves for that. They will be expecting us to come from the front with magic blazing, so maybe we sneak in from the back and use magic from behind i've lost my metaphor but i feel like you understand what i'm saying yes this is well possible i think this is a good thought we should utilize the time we have here wisely then we should also be careful not to move in large group because that will be easier to notice while we while we move through the city outside of this place here i should also ask, how are all of you going for um, abilities? Are, are you capable of fighting if we need to? I have my sword. I have what I need. I've only got a 
couple more charges of magic, but it's not my main method of fighting anyway. Okay. Miss Beatrice? I have a little bit left. All right. So it might be hard going, but doable, especially with a bit of plan and a bit of fight. Hmm. Yes. Well, when press, we do what we ever do. Just try to survive. We're pretty good at that so far. And it kind of, because it's like this, again, like, looking sort of half out the window again and just sort of like, um, like absolutely like fiddles with the collar of his shirt and, um, like shirt as he's looking at like, well, most of the time anyway. We've survived more with less, certainly. Well, then... How long is it until sunset, Darby? So, it's still fairly early. Um, oh, because you were attacked time. at breakfast. So, yes, it is probably <laughs> about. Uh, yeah, it's probably still about six, seven hours before sunset. Well. We have a decent amount of time. I say we all do what we can to do the dang thing. Um, look, I'm just going to read. You know that's what I'm going to do. That's all I know how to do. So I will read a lot uh, and hopefully that will help us out. Good. Uh, Beatrice, you and I should um, investigate City when we can. Perhaps not at the same time, but perhaps... Mm, no, perhaps around the same time, but in different space. Close enough to... Mm, and um, like we will test away. I think I can speak to you from distance, so that should work. Oh, you are also good at stealth, but uh, Beatrice has particular skill sets. Besides, I'm sure you want to spend time with uh, your Sevia. Yes, that's what you do, right? Uh, yes, sir. Thank you, God. A relationship? Yes. Mm. Ha. I'll, I'll try to do some reading as well. Sevia yes. does the uwu face. Imagine <laughs> <laughs> of it. Perception. Conrad looks over Sevia and his eyes like look like glance over her neck. He's like, hmm, yes, reading. <laughs> I forgot about the hickey. And his like mouth curls into like a one of those horrible little grins he does. And then um he looks back out at the window again, cursively. Sevia watches him do this, is like, why is he grinning? And then it's like, oh no. <laughs> Pulls her little scarf tighter. All right. So, 
what do folks want to achieve before tonight? Uh, find the book labeled How to Defeat Ark and 101 uh, for Such dummies. a book does not exist. How do you? The book, okay, I look for the book that says How to Seduce Ark and 101. Oh. <laughs> the book also, that book also does not exist. Oh, really? Weird. Oh. All right, keep your secrets then, Gandalf. <laughs> uh, seems fake. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, Conrad is going to look, spend a little bit of time looking very um, desperate, like, just like as if he was like, oh, yeah, I'll have a quick look through the library. And then he kind of just desperately is looking through the different titles to see if there's anything that, like, he's drawn to or that can help him on his own personal stuff. Um, okay. And then he will eventually also go and scope out the town. Um, yeah. Um, roll me an investigation check. Oh, kidoki. He may not. Um, that's the nine. <laughs> Nine. Um, he's, he's being a little bit too rushed, and he's also trying too hard to look like he doesn't care. Yeah. I think I think the closest you spot is something that's like tales of tales <laughs> of the shadow fell. Uh, and you, you take it out and you open it up and it's just a book of like ghost stories for children. Fairy stories. It just like drops on the ground unceremoniously then stalks are, stalks around I keep looking through the, okay. the shelves <laughs> for a bit yeah. that's what he kind of does for the first kind of little portion of that time yeah. we'll cover the other one later I guess <laughs> yeah uh Phil's gonna look for books on uh military strategy okay. um and general like strategy Okay, roll me an investigation check. It's not great. Nine. Nine. Again. Uh, Brothers, siblings, both nines. <laughs> you find you find like like baby's first military uh, strategy, and it's like very like Balthazarized stories of like famous battles of of history like there's nothing to be gleaned of actual strategy in this book <laughs> fair fair um like like the equivalent of yeah. a children's book covering like world war one world war two uh vietnam war um yes. ancient war. <laughs> these like, were wars that happened yeah. Yeah. Okay. And a very simplified, child-friendly version of why they happened. Yes. Yes. I guess. Yeah. Full. Just kind of them. Um, flick through that. Um. Yeah. Probably looking like yeah, looking like somewhat stressed, and just be like, a, "Come on, Kittus, give me some answers on what to do." Um, yeah, they're just going to keep looking for, like, yeah. strategy books initially. Yeah. Okay. That's what he does for the first half. Yeah. Um, this is Sylvia's happy place. This is her favourite terrain. Uh, 
she oh Beatrice isn't a ranger anymore. It's not as fun to say. Uh, <laughs> Still a little bit of a ranger. That's right, little bit, little bit. Yeah, enough to have a favorite terrain. Uh, there we go. So uh, she she's looking for anything about. Same as the library, she's looking for anything about Tiamat. She's looking for potentially any information on cults in the area. Uh, she's looking for anything to do with these particular cults, figuring there might be some documentation on them if Kaliana has made it out alive. Um, and yeah, so she's mostly looking for information on Tiamat, on cults, and on this cult in particular. Okay. Uh, roll me an investigation check. Okay. Please. Please, little dice. <laughs> oh, fuck! <laughs> investigation? Yeah. You sure? <laughs> yes. This should be on a t-shirt. It's like every time Dobby's like, hey, Zoe, I want Sylvia to investigate something. You're like, oh, no, that was a bad roll. Oh, wait, she has a great modifier. <laughs> every time, like clockwork. <laughs> I what is forget. It? Uh, <laughs> on a five, that is a dirty 20. Dirty 20. Oh, okay. my goodness. Yeah. You don't find <laughs> anything on the Cult of the Caustic Heart. Um, okay. They are that's far fair, too secretive fair. for that. Okay. You do, however, find some stuff on Tiamat and her worship here. Um, so her foremost worshippers are chromatic dragons. Um, and she's generally seen to be uh, in charge of Greed, envy, and hoarded wealth. Um, they, uh, because of this, her worship includes any, basically anyone who craves wealth, um, as well as those uh, particularly connected to chromatic dragons. Um, so, um, she is a dragon of immense size um, with five vicious draconic heads, um, each one a chromatic. But this, you know, this, you know, you've seen her. You've seen her. Um, I keep forgetting we've seen yes. her. Um, but she... Um, she is opposed to um, the Platinum Dragon. Um, Ex-girlfriend. Uh, no. <laughs> no. Um, for one thing, uh, the Platinum Dragon is male. Uh, oh, then definitely not. Tiamat's completely a lesbian. Yeah. Um, also, oh, one Tiamat, of the heads dated him. Well, no, Tiamat... Tiamat, I believe, has uh, five, um, essentially, concubine dragons. 
living uh, the dream. Um, I'm not sure whether they're specifically male or female or otherwise. But, we um, know. <laughs> we, dragons but, are inherently sapphic. Uh, but they're also in some... In some tellings, they are also her uh, children. <laughs> I take back those things <laughs> I said. <laughs> um, but yeah, pretty much all that that might that may very well just be an extension of the idea of all um, chromatic dragons being said to have been descended from her in some way. Um, whether or not it is true is unclear. Um, on top of that, uh, it is said that when Tima actually does have children herself, um, she, uh, in an effort to consolidate and, uh, avoid secession of her power, um, if any children born to her uh, present with more than one head, she will often kill them before they have the chance to mature. Um, she is incredibly ruthless. Uh, um, and, and she is immune to the... the uh, the classic five um, elements of draconic breath weapons. Um, so that is fire, cold, uh, lightning, acid, and poison. So all five completely immune to them. Um, beyond immune that, to that damage or just to them as breath weapons? Immune to that damage. Okay. Uh, beyond <laughs> that, there's nothing to necessarily indicate what would uh, take her down. Okay. Okay. Um, in all of that, would there have been any mention of Arkin? Uh, no. Um you could possibly make another search um, with some time. Because you're not planning on going out, you could make another search if you're planning on trying to find anything on Arkhan. Yep, I would like to do that. Or right. anyone preceding Arkhan. Okay. Who has tried to bring her about before. Is that another investigation? Yes. Uh... <laughs> 24. Uh, 24. Okay. So you Not disgusting. <laughs> no. So you don't find anything on any predecessors to Arkin. Okay. Um, but you do see, you do find something on, and it captures your eye because it does seem somewhat connected um, to this. Um, and that is the idea of banishing a god. Um, it seems to be a fairly recent book um, from 
probably the past 20 years. If, if it's older, it's not by much. Um, and it's, it, in it, it details um, a similar, what, what you read into as being a similar uh, occurrence to what is happening or what the Cult of the Caustic Heart are trying to do. Um, and that is the, the tale of the Cult of the Whispered One who a um, few decades ago um, were dedicated to the ascension of, uh, of a lich known as Vecna to godhood. Um, what is interesting is that Arkhan does make an appearance in this tale. Um, Arkhan was present for Vecna's defeat and banishment at the hand of a group of uh, adventurers known as Vox Machina. Um, and once Vecna's... At the time of Vecna's banishment, um, Arkhan claimed the hand of Vecna and replaced his own hand with it. Um, you take that to be the uh, undead skeletal hand that he has. Um, and from what you gather, the, mem the members of Vox Machina, they had some sort of way through, at least in part, assistance from the gods um, to banish Vecna. Um, this method is not necessarily known to the writer of the book, and they speculate that only, possibly only one person may have any clue as to how it was done. Who? A man by the name of Percival de Rollo. Ah. Okay. Okay. Who's said to reside in Whitestone in okay. uh, on the continent of Taldore. Where we just came from a couple days ago. Mm. Okay, CV is like You do note <laughs> that um that the names of uh the, the the name of Keyleth, um, who you who uh, in particular, um, yeah, any of you who were teleported via the plants would know Keyleth. Yes, yes, we um, all met. Yes, we all met yes. Keyleth. But Conrad knows her best. Oh, uh, the Baileys knows her bodyguard. Um, <laughs> Orum. Uh, Okay, CB is doing that thing she does where she's like standing in the bookshelves and she doesn't notice anyone else and she's like flicking through this book and she reads this passage. She kind of looks up <laughs> dramatically. There's like soft anime lighting in the background. Um, 
and uh, anyone walking past would kind of hear her in very unlibrary-like etiquette, muttering to herself, just being like, okay. So if she comes here, there is a way to banish her. Arkan is just a man. Get the gods on our side. Arkani, do you have any sway here? In the background, Conrad just looks over at Fall and just raises an, um, a manicured eyebrow. <laughs> so your girlfriend's talking to the sky again, bro. <laughs> Roll me a percentile. Ooh! Uh... Arcani, I'm going to use some sparkly blue dye. 32. 32. You feel a faint warmth at the asking of that question. Okay. She does a couple of happy bops. Okay. That's good. That's good. Okay. So maybe we weaken his resources, talk to this Percival. Arkan is just a man. Any, any luck there, Sylvia? Ah! Oh, sorry. No, it's fine. Oh, sorry, she says to whatever Cobalt Soul librarian just gave her a glare. I might have, I might, I might have something. We'll see what everyone's investigation comes up with, but I might have not some, I don't know, not a solid lead, but a, a something. That's good. I um I knew you'd be able to find something here. Oh darling. <laughs> well, um sorry, Conrad, <laughs> she says as she spots him over false shoulder. You'd make it a face. Sorry. Oh I, I can't say if um I had much like myself. I um I don't know much about about strategy like what's the the right thing to do in this kind of situation um like some monks of Kitev end up being like tactical advisors and such for for battle but that's not really something our monastery liked or at least said they liked so I'm not really skilled in that well that's no, that's that's fair. I don't. That doesn't. You'll forgive me, my darling. That doesn't seem like a skill set you would actually be particularly interested to learn outside of this specific context. I mean, no, I uh, <laughs> definitely would have hated that back then. <laughs> I just think it would be um quite useful now. Uh, all these things that we come up again, we have to. I mean, there's no peaceful situ- uh, solution against. People like this. No. There isn't. Mm. But we're doing our best, aren't we? She, like, reaches out and takes Fall's hand. 
<laughs> yes, I think um, we've muddled through it quite well. <laughs> I think it's just or not being in some kind of weird tomb or something, <laughs> following all these riddles, just, I don't know, engaging in a kind of warfare like back home. It's harder to know what to do. It what is. the right course of action is. I don't pretend to know how to help with that. <laughs> I... Fortunately, was far from the war, hmm. but um, and we will survive. Yes, that's right. And uh, I mean, you you found something to help, so um, you're doing very well. <laughs> well, if you want, I think I have found all that I can solo. Do you want to? Look, together, maybe I can help find something for you. Um, certainly. If you want, if not, we can, can do something else to prepare. I have things to do. I can re-summon Harold. Um, or there's... There is, if, it, if it's all right with you, darling, there is something I... We'll need to talk to Conrad about in private at some point, but that can happen later. Um, but I can help you if you want. If not, we can do something else. Um, I certainly, I guess, I'd appreciate that. Maybe just for a little while. I don't know how how much I'm going to learn by studying old battles or anything. They don't. They're not super relevant. <laughs> Yes, historians tend to forget that people won't always be... People reading this won't always be people who, you know, were there. Mm. This one's actually quite good. It talks about um, Vox Machina, I think, I think is how it's pronounced. I'm only reading it. I haven't really heard anyone say it out loud. And um, <laughs> that Keyleth we met, the lovely lady with the antlers and the very low-cut dress. She, uh, she yes. was part of it. Oh, nice. Yes, they um. So this Vox Vecina is uh, their venturing group. They were many, many years ago. They're all, you know, well, voices of the Tempest and... Mm. Oh, that Darrington fellow said it. It's Machina, I think. I think. Is that how he said it? I think that's how he said it. But um, he was part of it. Briefly, although he's not really mentioned in this book. Um, hmm. but yes, I guess. That's, yes. wow. <laughs> Imagine to be in, in the history books. I wonder... Um, we might someday. <laughs> Maybe so. <laughs> Imagine mm. that. Oh, we don't even have a cool name. No, we don't. I don't know what we would call us. Howard, we're an odd group. We are. So, you know, maybe no one will notice and we just call ourselves Vox Makina and then uh, 
<laughs> and then people will be like, wow, they're so cool. I mean, they don't exist. I mean, yeah, they're, they're different. Oh, we can just say it. We could just lie. Lord, we, could, we can steal a name. Yeah. Yes. I don't know what it means, though. Well, Fox but... Makina. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, I don't. No one has quite explained what it means. Yeah, if it's a different, different language mm. or something. But no, it sounds cool. I... It does. It genuinely does. A little VM for short. It's quite catchy. <laughs> uh, it's very cool. But um, um, yes, maybe um, just a little bit more searching with books, and then um, I don't know. You can go and do whatever task you wish. I might have an idea about disguises that I can work on. So we don't get recognized. That might help. I can disguise myself as well. Um, well, look, I I just need to have a brief word with Conrad, but then oh, yes, we can go on things together, even if we're doing separate things. Hmm. I just like being with you. So <laughs> same. Always. Always. He will give she uh oh you go oh he'll give her a kiss on the cheek i was going to say the same thing so just like <laughs> they bonk into each other's heads <laughs> yeah they just donk it turns into a kiss on the lips yes <laughs> accidental no. switch i will yes. say by the time um it took you to do both searches I would suspect that if Conrad and Beatrice were going to be doing their explanation, they're probably doing that at the moment. Um, now, was there anything that Beatrice wanted to get done before exploring? No. No. Okay. So. Probably just sitting in a corner looking surly. Fair. Um, so in that case, I might get um, Beatrice and Conrad. Um, so you are going off separately, was that right? Yes. Um, so Conrad is like, I think after he's you know given up trying to look sort of stuff in the library, he just angrily throws a book to the ground and stomps over, strides over to Beatrice. So he's like, I think we should investigate City. Hmm. All right. So Good. individually. I will need you to each roll an investigation check and a stealth check. Yep. And before um, they do that, circle is like, okay, now first off, um, I want you to go, go into another room. Yes? Okay. Then they just wait. It just toddles off and finds a spare room somewhere. Cool. And kind of, kind of like um, tenses up a bit and then just like looks um, – it looks over at, you know, Seager and Fall both investigating the library and then just, like, kind of grimaces and sort of, like, kind of, like, just not, like, really intensely, but sort of, like, braces his hand against the, like, the wall um, and closes his eyes and just, like, frowns, like, his brow knitted in concentration. And um, 
he whispers, and um, this is the gathered whispers feature. Um, so yeah. he gets message as a like a cantrip, I believe, or something. Um, yes. But, but it's it is a like a crowd of whispers. Yeah. So it's like the, the souls basically, it's basically like your patron or like some entity of your patron, like to, they whisper into <laughs> it's just his ear. And um, what Conrad says is Beatrice. 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 Do you hear this? Do you hear this? That's creepy. Oh, creepy. The fun, right. fact is, oh, creepy. the fun fact is that it returns with those voices. Oh. <laughs> so you don't hear Beatrice going, that's creepy. You hear, that's creepy. That's creepy. Oh. Mm, um, mm. <laughs> just kind of like tries to look smug but it's also like oh that was weird okay um and then he just uh pulls back from the wall and just strides out and then tries to find beatrice knocks on the door it's like i think i've worked yes yes i heard all the voices yes Good. Well, there we go. Solution. So um, we can investigate, and um, as long as we're not too far from each other, I believe, um, depending on the uh, reach that uh, my magic has, we shall um, be able to communicate if any difficulty happens. Or if we find any useful information, I will tell you. So, you're stealths and your investigations please so i got a net 20 on stealth which it makes it a 28 nice um and i got an 18 on investigation oh hang on that's before my modifier 25 for investigation five okay nice uh, Conrad rule is seventeen on stealth, but he has a crazy modifier. That's his. That's his Beatri- uh, That's his CB modifier. So he got a thirty-two stealth as he tries to sort of you know pull. Yeah. Does actually put his coat back on again, um, the really fancy boy coat, um, which yep. he hasn't been wearing for a bit, and then just like turns the collar up and slips into the morning crowd. Um, and um, I rolled garbage for investigation. I rolled like a four which is like a seven so i'm gonna burn the inspiration point that i have for conrad okay um and hopefully roll better yes absolutely roll better uh so 23 23 okay yeah so um is there anything in particular that the two of you are looking for because you probably find it i just would like know what your focus is beatrice is probably once again looking for any sort of whispers about the cult about whether anybody <laughs> knows that something's coming and whether anybody is sort of talking about where it might occur um you hmm. You hear a couple of rumours of potential uh, targets. Um, one that pops up a bit is um, Imon. Um, 
another that pops up um, almost as much is, uh, let me find it. Um, <laughs> uh, it would be in... Um, another that, uh, uh, where is it? This one, um, right. uh, another is Rexentrum, um, and another is Vasselheim. Uh, Conrad, what are you looking out for or listening out for? Uh, so Connor is more generally trying to get a an idea of uh, any active threats currently in this city. So he's going to keep an eye out for, again, any kind of presence of Arkans men and also potentially the um, the other groups that we've been worried about. Um, okay. So, yeah, he just, for, for, for a security point of view, he wants to know how careful we have to be around okay. the city. Um, you don't see many major, um, sources of threat. Um, however, there are a few, like, small clusters of suspicious-looking individuals, um, as you get kind of closer to where the safe house is. Okay, that's fair. Lucara's like, ah, that's probably the place that Sevius or, um... And then, yeah, he slips back into the crowd um, just to generally get yeah. an overview of the city as well, of course. Um, point sign. And I think at a certain point, he, like, you know, when he sort of, like, thinks there's some time has passed, he probably just goes and just, like, sits at the edge of the pier or something just looks at the sea for a while. Yeah. Um, but he's not really relaxed because he's still very tense because he still needs to find shit for his patrons and he's not able to. Yeah. That's fun. <laughs> has, um, has a little think about the dream in last night. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. And eventually he messages speech and says like, not much information. Not much information. I think I know where the safe house is. That's about it. That's about it. That's about it. That's about it. Now I will note, as you are thinking upon uh, your patrons, mm-hmm. I might get you to roll me a. Um, hmm. Let's say. Uh, let's let's say a wisdom save for this one. Okay. Uh huh. Um, a wisdom save ten. Ten. Okay. So you you kind of feel yourself starting to doze off a little into this daydream of mm. like thinking on the patrons. That's fair. It's been disassociating kind of a fair shake bit. Yourself <laughs> shake yourself out of it um, before it goes too far before you go in too deep yeah and he kind of like shakes his head and just like starts a little bit like 
Oh. Uh, yes. I did not uh, get enough sleep last night, I suppose. Um, but you do note that at this point, it appears that the sun is beginning to set. And he kind of looks up, kind of looks up at the sun, and just looks a bit bewildered, and like um, just shakes his head again, like how much? Ugh, no matter. And pulls himself up to his feet and looks around, and then will make his way back to the library. All right. Um, I imagine Beatrice is also making her way back to the library. Correct. She would not have gone anywhere near the pier. Was Beatrice like the ocean? (laughs) Of course. Um, So when you get back, um, Callie says, "Uh, so did you find anything? Nothing much useful. Seems to be some gathering around where I presume the safe house is. Of um, similar sorts to uh, sympathizers I've seen in the past. Okay. So that's there's certainly some presence there. I was looking for any other look, view of um, Ark Nora's men or um, anything else, but uh, we seem to be mostly safe. Uh, but yes, um, that is. Uh, that is all. Anything we'll useful be- you have cleaned? Uh, yes. Uh, there's whispers that nobody knows exactly where something big will does it go down, but something big is going to go down. There's about four places that people think. Mm. There are uh, and Trum. Uh... <laughs> Beatrice would know what all the names were. She, she would remember also, the she would also Amon remember and Hasselheim. Was... Three. Yeah. Yeah, there were only three. Oh. Yeah. Iman, yeah. Vasselheim, Rexentrum, if you want to do yeah. your fun accents, because I like <laughs> that bit you were doing. That being said, I wrote it down, but I also wrote them down as being names of people, so. <laughs> uh. So it was uh, Rexentrum, Vasselheim, or uh, Iman. I do not know any of those places. I don't know what. Uh, yes, yeah, so that means nothing to me, of course. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe something has happened in one of them before. It make it more likely that something they're happened. All, they're all capitals. Um, Rexentrum is the capital here. Um, Vasselheim is, uh, the, is, is considered the, um, the birthplace of civilization. It's one of the longest, um, lasting cities. Um, one of the most ancient cities. Um, it's, it's the capital of, uh, I am just making sure it's the capital of uh Athansia in Vasselheim um oh. uh, or in in Asilra um um and it's very very uh um very 
religious, as far as I understand, and is, is known as the Dawn of uh, Dawn City or the Cradle of Creation. Um, thought to be the origin of, of civilization. Um, it's roughly where um, and yeah, Sevia, that would uh, ring true with you as that was about where the battle between Vox Machina and Vecna uh, took place. Um, Imon is the, the capital of Tal'Dore and Rexentrum is a uh, big city uh, up in Wild Mount. So they sounds like they're, they're going for somewhere big. Mm-mm. So a few options. Difficult to say which. Maybe. Potentially. Sorry, Kaliana, you go. No, you you first. I'm still thinking. Oh, I was just going to say potentially. The safe house might have more information that narrows it down. Yeah. We could hope for a map with a large X on it, but... <laughs> mm. So, you know, that could be something. I will note, Sevia has some stage makeup on at the moment. <laughs> yes! Um, Paul is currently um, working to, like... Uh, using his disguise kit to just kind of like try to change uh, Sylvia's appearance. I will say I rolled a 34, so... Okay. Um, I, I guess he's got like hair, like chalk in her hair to make it a bit, a bit of a different colour. She's got like heavy makeup on, maybe like a little scar across her face drawn on or something, so she looks quite different. I will note Sevia does have disguise person or disguise self, <laughs> but Fall just looks so excited, so she didn't point that out. <laughs> Adorable. But, I mean, but disguise yes. self is limited to an hour, so yes. So I guess if we were already thinking of, do we still think it is worth attacking the safe house? I know, Conrad, you went to the effort of scoping it out. You have the best idea of the risk. It is difficult. The um, problem here is we do not know the direct connection. This may just be a separate group, cult group. And um, if they have not nothing to do with Varkan, then it's, it's a problem, which are not as pressing as the uh, time frame we've been given. So... Mm. But difficult this, one we know that the that Sarissa and uh, Oregar were speaking though don't we there was implication was yeah so so what, did you see Toragar in the safe house Sevia Harold did yes okay so that's the best lead we've got. Well, that now. is useful information, yes. Okay, well, well we can sorry. assume that then. 
potentially he is struck out on his own, but more than likely, much like Arkan's total friend, he's making connections. So... Yeah, she could there be a threat. No, oh, it's just... Hmm. What lead to follow up first? We do not have much time either way. Mm. This could potentially just be a trap that will waste our time. Or it could be useful. Mm. Oh, I don't know. I think I think I think we should do it if we've got some evidence that that she's involved and when we're right here as well and she killed Harold which is quite horrible so even if she's not connected we'd still be taking out someone who's involved in a cult or at least looking into what's going on there all we have so far is some locations, so we might be stuck once we go there with no information. Maybe this way we can get a little bit of information at least. Yeah, I, I think I think that's what we need to do. I, at the very least, even if Torregard is struck out on his own. It is a friend to Arkin we are getting rid of. Even if this has nothing to do with anything, it helps us in the long run. Alright. Either way, I mean, if this is, of course, assuming it goes poorly, ideally, we shouldn't need to engage in combat at all. We should just be able to snoop around and get what we need. Yes, if we can just sneak around, get some information, get out, that would be the best. That works. We can be sneaky. Look at us. We're all sneaky people. Absolutely. Beatrice is like just almost like a visceral reaction and like rolls her eyes so hard they almost roll <laughs> to the back of her head. <laughs> I will say that like, yeah, Sylvia um, currently has like probably like, probably like hair that looks like it's been bleached like ginger <laughs> and like bold makeup <laughs> and everything. And I, and Paul's probably disguised themselves as well. And they look like they're more, um, more purple tiefling with a purple wig as well. <laughs> and they've tried to cover up their scarring from the, the lava, but they haven't quite been able to manage it with all of them. So they're just kind of stuck like a little bandage on, like a little band-aid over their, like, the scarring across their cheekbone. Yeah. Yes, very sneaky. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sylvia just beams. 
Right, I can um I can disguise one of you up you next. I will be fine. Really? You can be quite recognizable. Paul says to it the depends. least recognizable of the group. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it depends. I I am just better at hiding. And if the nobility around this these parts and the previous place we're in and to go by clearly I'm not very recognizable at all so um hmm. also I can turn invisible so oh yes that's a good point no I'm sure you'll be fine um uh, Beatrice might be able to do Something. I'm all good, and Beatrice just sort of flicks her coat a little, like her cloak a little bit, which she is still wearing nature's mantle from yeah. way back, way back when, which shifts color depending where she is. Yeah. Oh, very cool. I might take some help. Um, the scales are quite noticeable. True. Hmm. I'll see what I can do. So roll me a, yeah. Um, oh god, this is gonna be very good. It's like a performance check, is it? Uh, it would probably be a uh, disguise kit check. So that would be your. Also, just a straight twenty plus proficiency. Probably your dex. Yeah, it would be your dexterity plus proficiency plus the. Oh, okay. Then the uh, falls roll with Sevio is like a 25 instead of like a 35. But yeah. um, this one is 28. 28. Okay. Yeah. So it's not it's hard to mask the horn. But yeah. other than the horn sticking out of her head, you wouldn't be able to tell that, um, that this woman is a half dragon. Mm. Um. Or yeah, at least a draconic better. sorcerer with a lot of scales. A highlighter there. Match the foundation. Yep, that, that's looking all good. All right. Yeah, Are we ready to get going? Good. Everyone ready? As ready as we'll ever be. Yes, well, we'll see how it goes. And Conrad snaps his fingers and turns invisible. Okay, can I get everyone to roll me a stealth check as you make your way towards the safe house? Conrad, mm-hmm. do so with it. I'll say do so at advantage because of your invisibility. 31. 31, okay. 24. 24, nice. 25. 25, nice. Stealth. Sometimes I really wish I still had passed without a trace. Savior? I wish you did too. I commit Savior Invisible. No, it's fine. That's a 16. (laughs) This is a group check. It's fine. No one that won, so I'm safe. And uh, (laughs) I rolled a natural 19 for Kaliana, so that's a 26. Uh, um, all right so you make it to the safe house evading uh being spotted 
Um, the door appears to be locked. Um, Conrad, I believe you tend to be the go-to for this kind of thing. Absolutely. Uh, so it's just like, we're looking at the back door, I'm presuming, or is there only is there yeah. a front door? You, you'd be yeah. able to get to the back door. Cool. All right. Um, so y'all don't hear, hear, don't see him, but you kind of like, um, yeah, like probably while you're pondering to look at this doorway, you hear like, um, some clicking, uh, you like feel like one of you feels like the brush of like, you know, his arm against you and some clicking as he, so it's sleight of hand, isn't it? Or is it thieves tool? I can't. Uh, it Remember. would be a thieves' tools check. That's this. right, which is like proficiency, I think. Um, um, do you have? You probably have. Um, I have thieves' tools, but I don't actually have like a thing to have, click on it. Yeah. So you haven't got that second <laughs> lot of. Uh, where where are you? Get, where do you get your stealth proficiency from? Is that from? Uh, your stealth, um, I do. Um, your, your expertise, when do you get your, when does the rogue get the second lot of expertise? I would have no idea. Because <laughs> I'm wondering whether you don't seem to have, um, expertise, as far as I can tell, with, uh, your thieves tools, so... Okay. Um. So. Um. Yeah. So it would be. Basically a plus ten. Okay. So that is um a twenty-four. A twenty-four. Okay. Oh yes, you do have proficient uh, expertise with your thieves' tools. So it's another plus five on top of that. So twenty-nine. <laughs> you handily unlock this lock. Um, and then you just hear Conrad like whisper in one of your heads, done. Alright. Um, <laughs> yeah. And you sneak your way inside the safe house. And all of you except for Sevia. Actually no, Sevia. no, you do have good passive perception now. I was I was used to you not having the greatest of passive perceptions. Um, but um yeah you all you all hear some whispering from downstairs that hard to make out what's being said, but it sounds like uh Sarissa and Horagar. And this upstairs area is basically it's it's looks like a regular house uh, um but um let's see what different folks uh passive perceptions and investigations are um conrad you would spot uh in the corner of the room there is a trap door. Interesting. So yeah, Cara doesn't really talk to people much, and we're being quiet. 
We walk over and investigate that. He's also just generally looking if there's anything interesting around or places where there might be okay. scrolls or letters or books kept and things like that. But um, um, otherwise, he will yeah. go over and... There's not, yeah, there's not so much things of interest on this floor. Um, you will investigate the trapdoor then. Yeah. Okay, roll me the investigation check. Oh, 16. 16. Um, it seems to be a trap door. Uh, if you open it, there's probably some way to access uh, a lower level. Alright, so Conrad is going to carefully sort of try to open it, um, also keeping an eye out if there's any sort of trap attached to it, or string or whatever. Okay. Um, yeah, so you open it up. There is no trap. Um, and yeah, you can see from where you are, there is, there are three figures down there. Um, there is the form of Torga, Sarissa, and a young green dragon. Um... Now, with, with that kind of little crack of extra light, I'm going to roll to see if any of them notice anything amiss. Um, Torgar, no. Torgar literally got a zero on his perception. Um, okay. And, um, so Torgar, from where you are, uh, Conrad, you see that Toraga and um, Sarissa are continued talking, and you, but you hear this from the dragon as it kind of crawls towards um, towards the. Uh, the trap door. Oh, I dropped this trap trap door and whisper in Beatrice's ear. They're about to come up here. It is. That is incredibly noisy. Um, yeah. Yeah. And. Yeah, get your get your weapons ready right now. They're going to come up. All right. And Wait, that's, where we're gonna, <laughs> that's where we're going to leave it for this episode. Oh boy. Cool, cool. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Catch Thanks you next week. See you next time. Bye, everybody. Bye. Sorry for listening. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>